Hey, it's Andrew. Just quickly before we start this episode, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, the Secure Ventures Podcast. The host, Kyle McNulty, interviews cybersecurity founders about what they are building. I enjoy it because Kyle focuses on their technology, what it solves, why they build it, where it fits in the market. Also, listeners can understand the why of these startups. In some ways, it's a great compliment to my own podcast, where I focus on the go-to-market side, not on the technology side. He's had some great guests on recently, for example, the CEO of Reality Defender, when they talked about the ins and outs of deep fate detection. Uh, he's had the co-founder and CEO of Ghost Security, and also the co-founder of Radical, Chris Peterson, who was incidentally a founder of Logarithm, where they talk about the role of AI in the SOC. This is not a paid promotion. I just simply enjoy what Kyle is doing with his interviews and get a lot out of them. Check it out. It's the Secure Ventures podcast. Now on with this episode. This simple mirroring tip will pay off for you in negotiations. So says Chris Voss in Never Split the Difference. Welcome to the Bite Size Sales Podcast, where we believe that sales is the most important team in a B2B company, that the sales team deserves great sales skills training, but usually doesn't get it, and that taking bite-sized steps each day to get better at your craft is the best way to improve results. I am your host, Andrew Monaghan, and I'm using my experiences in B2B sales to bring you simple, actionable ideas every day to help you get better. Welcome to episode 41 of the podcast, and this is the fifth in a series of five episodes focused around negotiation, which is great for this time of year as we get to month, quarter, year end for most of us. Now, I remember in my first sales job I ever took, I was 24 years old. And one of the concerns I had was, would anyone that I was calling on take me seriously? I was 24 years old. I probably looked more like 21 years old. I didn't really know much about the market I was selling into. And I was trying to work with you know, senior people in these organizations who've been doing their jobs for 10 or 15 years or longer, maybe. And my natural concern was, you know, how would I be taken seriously? How could I really get in and talk to these folks, given I really, in the general scheme of things, knew nothing? My boss at the time gave me some great tips. You know, he talked about, you know, expert positioning, some things I could go and learn, get used to talking about some issues, really figure out some great questions to ask so you get into a conversation and, you know, how good questions are a great substitute for knowing a bunch of things because it puts the onus on the prospect to talk more. Things like that were great. And one of the things he told me was build great rapport by, build, by doing body language mirroring. Right. So if they lean forward, you lean forward. If they're scratching their head, you scratch their head, you know, things like that. And it felt a little bit hokey, honestly, at the time. But, you know, he was adamant that just by doing that, it helped build rapport. It helped them be more on your side. It felt like to them, you were more like them than perhaps I felt at the time. And again, mirroring is not a new idea. It's been around for a long time. And this is not some, you know, new trick or whatever. It's just, you know, human nature. Um, now, Chris Voss, in his book, Never Split the Difference, takes a step further when he talks about using verbal mirroring. So let me read straight from the book, Never Split the Difference here, uh, give you an idea what he's talking about. So mirroring is essentially imitation. 
is another neurobehavior humans and other animals display in which we copy each other to comfort each other. It can be done with speech patterns, body language, vocabulary, tempo, and tone of voice. It's generally an unconscious behavior. We are rarely aware of it when it's happening, but it's a sign that people are bonding, in sync, and establishing the kind of rapport that leads to trust. It's a phenomenon and now technique that follows a very basic but profound biological principle. We fear what's different and are drawn to what's similar. As the saying goes, birds of a feather flock together. Mirroring, then, when practiced consciously, is the art of insinuating similarity. Trust me, a mirror signals to another's unconscious, you and I, we're alike. Once you're attuned to the dynamic, you'll see it everywhere. Couples walking in the street with their steps in perfect synchrony, friends in conversation at a park, both nodding their heads and crossing the legs at about the same time. These people are, in a word, connected. While mirroring is most often associated with forms of nonverbal communication, especially body language, as negotiators, a mirror focuses on the words and nothing else, not the body language, not the accent, not the tone or delivery, just the words. It's almost laughably simple. For the FBI, a mirror is when you repeat the last three words or the critical one to three words of what someone has just said. Of the entirety of the FBI's hostage negotiation skill set, mirroring is the closest one gets to a Jedi mind trick. Simple and yet uncannily effective. By repeating back what people say, you trigger this mirroring instinct and your counterpart will inevitably elaborate on what was just said and sustain the process of connecting. Psychologist Richard Wiseman created a study using waiters to identify what was the more effective method of creating a connection with strangers, mirroring or positive reinforcement. One group of waiters using positive reinforcement lavished praise and encouragement on patrons using words such as great, no problem, and sure in response to each order. The other group of waiters mirrored their customers simply by repeating their orders back to them. The results were stunning. The average tip of the waiters who mirrored was 70% more than those who used positive reinforcement. So that's read straight from the book Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. So the first time I read this, I thought, it, it sounds too simple, right? Is it really just like that? And frankly, you know, used again and again, it might be a little bit weird. Um, so I tried it. I tried it, tried it uh, at home in my personal life and also tried it with people I talked with on the phone in my business life. And I didn't get one single person looking at me weird or suggesting I was doing something different or weird. And in fact, it really just spurred the conversations on even more. So, you know, what I would ask you to do is just try it right? Uh, you don't have to change your whole way of selling around this, but just try it and see if you get the same results that I did and what Chris Voss talks about in the book. 
But what I do say is before you use it in negotiation or even you know in a general kind of sales meeting or sales call, practice it first so that it becomes natural for you to do that. You listen out for the critical three words that were used, you know, two, three, four words that were used, and then mirror them back to the person you're talking to. So you get comfortable with it and then get ready to use it in your negotiations and your sales meetings and see what effect it has. If you like this episode, please share it wide and far. Spread the word. I get energy from seeing people download and use this content. So please just take 20 seconds to share it with anyone you think would like it too. This episode is sponsored by Unstoppable.do. Most sales teams are not trained effectively in the skills and mindset they deserve. And these are the most important people in the company. It's no wonder that only about 50% of reps make quota every year. Unstoppable is a service that helps sellers and leaders get great at the skills and mindset they need without taking time out of the field. It exists because if the sales team has the right skills and mindset, they thrive. They are confident and they perform much better. Find out more and even get a free sales book at bitesizesales.com. And now to wrap up. As Richard Pullman, RVP of sales at Tanium, may or may not have once said, training without implementation is just entertainment. And pretty poor entertainment when Monaghan does it. So make sure you take action on what you learn and keep getting better every day. This world does not need more sales BS, so don't create anymore. Be great at the fundamentals, be honest, be real, be yourself, just do not BS. And finally, I'm signing off as the great Joe Sexton would by saying, gone to sell. It would mean a lot to me and to the continued growth of the show if you'd help get the word out. So how do you do that easily? There are two ways. Firstly, just simply send a link to a friend. Send a link to the show, to this episode. Um, You can email it, text it, Slack it, whatever works for you and is easy for you. The second way is to leave a super quick rating. And sometimes that can seem complicated, so I've made it as easy for you as I can. You simply have to go to ratethispodcast.com slash cyber. That's ratethispodcast.com slash cyber and explains exactly how to do it. Either of these ways will take you less than 30 seconds to do and it will mean the world to me. So thank you.